0: Crowley Insurance. Hi, speak to Mike, please. Yeah, just a minute, please. This is Mike Crowley. Can I help you?
1: Mike, this is Joey Jingola. Joey, how are you? Good. How are you doing, sir? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it.
0: This is probably the only book I've read in the past 10 years. And part of this is because I hate to read. I don't have time to read. I've just started getting into the audio portion of books.
1: that a boy, Mike, for the um, reading hate? Not necessarily the audio books. We'll get to that in a second. That was my buddy Mike Crowley of Crowley Insurance in lovely East Syracuse, New York. And sadly, this will be the last time that we have Mike on the show. We will finally send him off. I'm not really sure. It's been like forever, probably a year uh, that Mike's been on the show, uh, just different episodes. I would go back and list them all, but um, I'm just not. M- Mike is talking about... All right, so we're, first of all, this isn't a reading is bad and you should never do it episode. Uh, that's not what we're saying here at all. It's just saying there are some people like myself and Mike where reading in some fashion, well, and for me anyways I'm not going to speak for Mike, but in an extended fashion, an extended form be it book form if you will where there's chapters involved you know, a couple hundred pages there's just something about it, it's not efficient for me personally For it doesn't sound like it's Mike's cup of tea either um, and really the question is, you know, it's just consuming information, right? It's how do you better yourself and, you know, there's a lot of little uppityness, you know, maybe, you know, maybe people walk around with a monocle, you know, a smoking jacket and a pocket watch with their newest, you know, kind of book in hand and, and think like, you know, they've got something. I mean, maybe they do, I'm not gonna judge them. Personally though, it's not necessarily about the medium in which you're consuming the information. It's just the matter of which, how are you most efficient and effective in consuming that information? How do you get it? How do you get the thing into your brain, right? How do you get that information into your brain? I really, you know, we can we can you know turn our nose up at certain ways of, of educating and learning and, and, and doing things to better ourselves. But ultimately, I think it's more about the identification of what is best for you. Again, for me personally, I'm just not very good at it. I can't spell, um, I can't read very fast. I don't retain what I read nearly as much as if I'm listening to it, or really m- I'm more of a visual person watching it um i take there's just different levels of information that i prefer um so my prime you know place to 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 learn is is honestly youtube i've said it for a long time i don't i can't it's just i like even if it's an interview that i could get on a podcast and this is strange from the guy who makes you know four or five podcasts a week um I would prefer to watch it because I there's just I pick up so much more information and in the nonverbal communication. Um, just seeing all of that, it, I feel like I, I just it, it, I can't explain it. That's me for what I can tell. Uh, I mean, I can you know obviously reading articles and, you know, when I call it short form reading, I can, you know, hammer that stuff out. No problem. But I think the the. the What I'm getting at while I'm just kind of, you know, just just, you know, kind of dissecting my learning tendencies. I want you to do the same thing for yourself. Right. I want you to look at really harshly criticize the way that you consume information. Right. How do you get it in your brain? Because that's not the you know, there is no gold standard. Right just because you read it doesn't mean it's going to change your life and or your business any more than if you watched it or you listened to it or whatever it is, right? It's just the idea of constantly getting better because the only thing that matters is the information.
0: It's been helpful. I mean, listening to podcasts like your guys' podcast, a couple other podcasts that I've listened to, it's been a good jump start into that because I always find things interesting, like within the stuff you guys are talking about. And the fact that half the people that you guys are interviewing or talking to are people that I've met or crossed paths with. And, and so it's like, okay, yeah, I've talked to that person for five, 10 minutes, or I had a yeah. I had a beer with them uh, at the last conference, but now I can hear and, and, and learn some more of some of the stuff that they're doing that maybe I didn't even get to talk to them.
1: Checks in the mail, Mike. And good for you. So yes. Right. So I appreciate that Mike listening to the podcast, you know, Um, I do, you know, I think a lot of agents enjoy podcasts or or at least coming around to it, finding it, discovering it, being a thing. And yes, it is a small industry, right? So it is cool that, you know, if you've spent really any time, um, you know, running in these circles, there's a good chance, you know, you've rubbed elbows with some of these people and, and there's an even better chance that you might... Even, you know, call some friends and or mentors or whatever. And if not, that's pretty easy to just reach out to really anybody. We're all pretty friendly. Um, You know, reach out to Mike. I'm sure he would love to hear from you. I don't, I'm going to say Mike at Crowley Insurance as a guess. I don't know if that's his actual email. I'm a bad friend, Mike. I don't know your email. I don't think we've ever emailed actually, to be honest with you. Um, But find him on LinkedIn or whatever, just Mike Crowley. Or go to Crowleyinsurance.com and I'm sure there's a way to, you get the point you need, you can figure out how to talk to Mike. But the point is, is that yes, um, you know, not only, uh, do you get to learn within that moment, right. Of how you're consuming content within the industry, within the ind- industry specific channels, there's a pretty good chance that, um, you know, at least I, th- I think, you know, and some of the stuff that we put out here in agency nation, there's a pretty good chance that, you know, if you really hear somebody that speaks to you, that's like, Oh man, this is my dude, right? Like me and him, you know, I don't know, we would really just get along, kind of have a Care Bears moment, if you will, maybe share. I don't know, just something. There's just something that, you know, you guys connect with and that's OK. You can reach out to that person. And if, you know, they're going to be, hey, man, that's cool. I like I'm, I'm, I am I'm was actually just talking with an agent today who said that they had reached out to another agent. Um, they had very similar uh, backgrounds. And, um, and they, um, and they, you know, they, they've actually made a little mini connection, right? And that's, that's sweet. That's mm-hmm. nice. And that's cool. And that can happen because that's how you get better, right? It's by spending time surrounding yourself with the people that you want to be like or become, you know, uh, it, it, again, we've said this, I haven't said it for a while, but it, it's just something that. I can't stress enough. So I, I feel like I can't ever say it enough because I don't ever, I don't know that people really, truly ultimately take it as seriously enough as need be. But again, you are the average of the five people you hang around with the most. And I mean, I don't know if a podcast counts. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But, you know, if you are surrounding yourself with that information, if that information is one of the five or if it's part of the equation, but you just want to, you can never do it enough, is my, I think, The point, you know, there's just there's no I don't I don't think we push ourselves hard enough on this and I don't think we really audit that as 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 stringently as maybe we should, because there's only so many spots, right? There's just who is going to fill that spot for you. And if you don't have somebody actively search for it, right? Go look for that person to fill that spot, those people to fill those spots. Yeah. You're going to have the people within your agency that you hope might be part of that, but you know, it's not always, always going to happen, right? Uh, you know, uh, you know, if, if one agent is, is listening to agency nation and their agents, there's a pretty good chance that everybody else is just like, man, ah, I don't, I don't want to listen to people talk about insurance. It's also very possible that you know they might not be the people that are pushing you to be the agent that you're not currently. So you might need to look elsewhere for that. And those, you have to, that's where again you have to be very careful. It's because you're there eight eight hours a day at minimum, usually give or take, to where you know you you've got to make sure that you've you kind of balance that. You kind of uh, you kind of dilute it, you reduce it, you're uh, into something that, you know, you leave room, you leave opportunity for the people that you haven't met yet, for the ideas you haven't shared, for, you know, the information that you have yet to consume, because that is truly what's going to allow you to become that better agent.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and, and I don't know if that's been the, the driving force behind it, is you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people, whether you're meeting them or just virtually seeing them or or listening to them and you're surrounding yourself with these people that it's like, wow, yeah, that's what I want to do. This is where I want to go with this industry or or my business. And it's nice to see the ones that are successful doing it, the ones that are trying to do it or the ones that have been doing it for years and continue to to do it, even though that maybe they're 50, 60 years old and could easily coast out the rest of their working career. It's surrounding yourself somewhat with them drives me every single day.
1: I couldn't have sent you out on a better clip, Mike. It drives me every day, right? To surround yourself with those people to see what they're doing because, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, it, you, it's like you don't know you're getting fat until you're fat, sort of thing. It's kind of like that. You don't know you're not being a motivated, you know, agent that isn't constantly improving yourself until you're not. And it's making sure that, you know, if, if, if the, the, um, if the exceptional becomes the everyday, the routine, you know, if that's what those people are doing, then, then the exceptional and, 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 and whatever I said, that will be, you know, what you kind of just naturally adopt by being around it. Cause you don't want to be left out. You don't want to, you don't want to feel like you're not part of the club. You will just naturally elevate yourself to survive. If you will, survival of the fittest in the relationship, in the conversation to, to, to be part of it. Otherwise, then you're going to be, so here's the other test, right? Well, how do you know if you're doing, how do you know if this is working? Are you around the right people? Um, you know, if, if you are not elevating yourself, if you're that person that is always complaining that has the excuse for the reason that the thing isn't done, if those people are truly pushing themselves, they won't let you get away with it or they just might kind of slowly, quietly disappear from your life forever. If if they're sitting there, listen, this is not, you know, I mean, you might have heard this from you know, people like Gary Vee and stuff. I'm not. This isn't an original idea. But if you're sitting, if, if somebody is letting you constantly kind of complain, if you will, about the things that you're not getting done or give excuses as to why they're not done or where you're at. And if they're just if they're spending a disproportionate amount of time, if you're one of their five people, then either they have really a, a high level of patience or you're maybe their greatest work of art, and they feel like they're going to turn you around, like sort of that, you know, the relationship, I'm going to make that person a better person, I'm going to save them sort of thing. Maybe that's it, I don't know, but whatever. You get what I'm saying, right? That's kind of how you know, is if if you are that person and those people are allowing it, then maybe still got to go look to find some new people. And, I mean, it's not like you have to just excommunicate yourself from every deadbeat that you once enjoyed. You know, everybody, you know, Deadbeats can still be funny and entertaining from time to time. They're just not the best people to improve your business. And, you know, maybe it's only reserved for once or twice a month for that time that you guys go grab a drink, at the place, whatever. Maybe that's what it is as opposed to, you know, a weekly sort of thing. Or God forbid it happens to actually be a, you know, like a nightly or just every couple nights sort of. Yeah, I think you get what I'm saying. And and Mike is saying, hey, listen, if I surround myself with these people, not only is it going to keep me accountable, but it's also going to keep me knowing what they're doing, what they're trying. I can we all can kind of be at this together if we're all doing things that are worth doing and pushing the limits. Then I'm going to know that, hey, Mike's doing this. This other guy's doing that. This is what worked for him. This is what didn't work. And then you can basically compare notes. You've got people that are trying to do similar things. And then those similarities are going to kind of coalesce, if you will, to kind of create super activities, similarity. Or like you're, Those are going to feed off of each other to where you now know that because everyone is, are, are, is working sort of kind of together harmoniously, that going to expedite. It's just kind of speed up the whole process for you and what you're trying to do because you've got not just one set of data points, you know, one set of results. You've got multiple, you've got one, you've got two, you've got three, and then everybody is better for it. So please, as, as again, I think the biggest thing that I just don't be afraid to embrace the way that you learn, how you learn, and don't be afraid to go find people that you want to learn with and you want to grow with and you want to become a better agent with, because if you don't, if you don't find those people, if you don't find those resources, then you're just going to be reliant on yourself and maybe the people that you currently have. And that might not be enough. I promise you they're out there. I promise you that they're just as lonely and confused and sad and, and, uh, you know, eating their own gallons of ice cream every night as you are. It's just up to you to kind of finally work up the courage and, to reach out, say hello, and kind of ask if you want to be better agents together. This is gonna fall under the, we're trying really hard for this thing not to do its job category, and let's talk about it, dishwashers. I don't know about you, but we, we invented the dishwasher to wash the dishes, but we continue to create things that don't go in it. And for that, I'm constantly and deeply confused as to why we would create such a wonderful device, take certain tasks off our hands, but then continue to create such specialty items that are too delicate for its savage clean. And that I don't, I don't know, because personally, for me, I have a very strict. If it's one rule that I have somehow managed to continue to enforce in my house, which is not many, uh, believe me, uh, it is, it is a strict dishwasher safe only rule. Uh, because I just, I really don't. If it's, if it's not, I kind of treat every load of dishes like a, an episode of Mythbusters. It's like, wow, well, we're gonna find out if this is gonna work. And, you know, sometimes the kids, they get those like cups or whatever, you know, from wherever you're, whatever you're doing, it's just, you end up with like 50 cups of just nothing. And you're like, what happened to all of my cupboards? Because they just have cups in them from things that you went to. And I just, you know, they'll ask, it's like, hey, what happened to this? And I just, didn't make it, didn't make it. And I have really no sympathy for it. I actually just melted a, a bowl yesterday, to be honest with you um you know i mean it's just it's cutthroat you know it depends on the load it depends on the, the size If you know it's listen if i've got an entire bottom rack that's empty well we're gonna see what happens if this can survive it because i just am not gonna wash it by hand and i'm not waiting for the next round to do it I just don't like dishes hanging out on my counter how about you this is i don't know that's i mean personally i just i feel like there are certain there are certain standards that we shall not dip below society once we've achieved a certain level and with a dishwasher i mean things that don't go in it it feels feels like we're not trying it feels like we have lost our way what about you joey at agencynation.com how many things do you melt in your dishwasher on a regular basis would love to know joey at agencynation.com